So recently, I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air, that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up high-quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them and I mean all of them, are likely to end up in landfills for the next one million years. That's right, a million. Insane. But Notes Candles has created a solution. They have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again so you don't become a part of the problem and it's so easy to use the candles are made with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with wax beads enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours and then do it all over again and you're ready for a new one and you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina that are insane i have a few of these here me and jordan have been using them and i love it me and jordan both are really big candle users ironically and so we can't get enough of this and they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk vanilla pepperwood potassio rose water all of them are amazing so be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality fragrance by making the switch to notes you can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash just different right now notes is giving our listeners 15 percent off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using code just different just use code just different when placing your order that's code just different at notescandle.com dot com slash just different so something that i've been really thinking about recently is the fact that you have to learn to discipline your disappointments so at any point in the journey to our purpose our dream or the vision that god's giving us when we come across a moment of failure we can't allow this to have final say over our life when we come across a point of resistance in our life sometimes we have a tendency to fold throw in the towel and not stay committed to our plan. But something I actually heard this past weekend is the fact that we can never allow the journey to change our destination. When we feel discouraged, disappointed, or even overwhelmed in life, we can never allow this to take us off the path that God has us on. So that's what I, so that's what I really want to talk about in today's episode is essentially this being centered around the journey between the prophecy and the promise. When God gives us a vision and we now have to face a reality that looks nothing like it until we get there. What does that in-between look like of all the stumbling blocks, the obstacles, feeling we're not going to make it, not knowing how, and looking in the face of all of these insurmountable odds? Like, how do we continue to put our trust in God, stay committed to our plan, even in our disappointment when we feel stuck back into a corner or when we're just missing the mark of where we feel we should be at? It's something that me and Jordan have been going through and talking about ourselves personally. And we actually heard a message this past Sunday at church that just confirmed that and added more language for us to kind of deal with what we've been processing personally. And so I'm extremely excited about this. And I know I said that I was going to have you all be able to chime in and be featured on the podcast every Friday, but you all have been sending in so many amazing messages. And there was one that was sent in by Dania. 
that related so much to this episode. So I, I couldn't wait to share it. I'm still going to do one this Friday, but I wanted to plug this one. And so this is what she said. It says, hi, I want to share what the Lord has been putting on my heart recently. I've been in a season of frustration and confusion as I wait for what the Lord has for me. And I found myself caught up in productivity and activity instead of simply being. Last week, I caught a cold and actually prolonged my sickness because of how stressed I was. I'm a college student balancing a part-time job with a lot of student orgs. Things were not good. I ended up crying out to the Lord one night, and he told me that he knows my heart better than I do. Hebrews 2.14 and Philippians 2.6 have been on my heart heavily. If Jesus emptied himself and took on the challenges of the flesh, then how much more are we able to overcome all things? And how much more does he know precisely what I need? Who am I to try and strategize and hypnotize my way to peace when the king of peace has stretched out his arms toward me? I've been learning to be a child and simply be to seek his kingdom first and not a to-do list. It's hard, not going to lie, but we're trying every day. That's different. That's tough. Very. So this was amazing, related so much to what we wanted to talk about today. And I texted her back and said, this is what I needed to hear. This was exactly for me. I don't know. And it was just the idea and the point of, how am I going to try and strategize and hypnotize my way to peace yeah. when the king of peace has stretched out his arms toward me mm. and not seeking first a to-do list but the kingdom? And I think that changes everything. And that's reality yeah. of, as she mentioned at the beginning, whenever you're in a season where you're waiting on what the Lord has for you and what's going to come, mm. the journey or the destination you're looking to get at, whether that be like graduating, going to grad school, getting this particular position at this company, getting these internships, starting that business or whatever it is, like how do you deal with all the life that's being thrown at you in between and really give it to God essentially. Yeah. So that's going to be mm-hmm. the premise of this episode, mm-hmm. handling, handling the process right. that waits and even like failure a little bit of like yeah. disappointment. And so, yeah, and it was funny because a lot of y'all had texted in and off of the last episode had replied and asked for the song that we played because we played Olivia's song <laughs> that she had made from yeah. a few episodes on the pod. And it was funny because, y'all, the song is unreleased. I don't think I mentioned that in the episode, though, so that's on me. They was fiending L for host. it. L-host. <laughs> they was fiending for it, bro. No, nah, and, like, one of our guys, TJ, he texted and he was really looking for the song. I guess some of y'all was, like, searching it up, like, yo, like, feature or whatnot. So she hasn't released it, but when she does and when it happens, y'all gonna know. Best believe we're gonna be the first to let you all nice. know. We're gonna promote and it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna text her today and let her know, yo, like the people are looking for, like what's going on. So who knows? We might be able to, you know, get this get this out. The but, people need right. it. <laughs> so we'll give you updates on that whenever we know. But Again, don't be afraid um, to text us whatever you feel you've been learning or God's teaching you. We want to hear from you all more. It's already been so amazing. We'll be doing it every Friday, but who knows? We'll add it into our Wednesday's episodes, too. So you can text us, 502-325-1157. It'll be linked in the description, and you don't have to send us a code or anything. You can just text us whatever it is that you feel like you want to share. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and tap in. I want to piggyback off of something. I, I like I really like the way you worded it in the intro. You were talking about the point of resistance is the word that you used in our lives and how we have to be very intentional about not crumbling in those moments and not turning away and not um, folding. And it's something that 
stood out to me as well in the sermon that we heard in Sunday that you were talking about. The sermon title for for y'all it was it was no dead ends, which alone I, when I heard the title I'm like oh yeah it's about to be tough, bro. It's been a long time since I got this many notes in church. But he was talking about. I guess a point of resistance in the Bible when God was bringing the Israelites out of Egypt and more specifically the moment right before he splits the Red Sea and he he went deeper into their perspective in the moment and what it could have been and it's like he was he was explaining how God literally directed them to this point where it's like they're in between their adversary and an obstacle that seems like you can't can't be like crossed it's they're in between the sea and the Egyptians and they're in a spot, that point of resistance that, that we're talking about. And essentially the direction that he went in was talking about how God is the God of no dead ends. There, there, wherever God leads you, it may look like there's a wall there. It may look like your back is against a wall, but that's really an entrance, entrance way. That's a door. That's, that's a path. And it reminded me of this book that I read last year titled The Obstacle is the Way. And one of the quotes is said, where the head goes, the body follows. Perception precedes action. Right action follows the right perspective. And essentially this concept that like perception isn't reality. And I think that's a that's a concept that I've really been trying to instill into my life is understanding that these points of resistance, these obstacles, these things you're coming up against, you can't allow the way that you're perceiving it to be the final say. The way the way you're seeing it to be like this is truth, this is final say because I'm seeing it this way. When that's not the case because I mean, let's look at the the Israelites in that situation. I'm sure their perception was, yo, we're cooked, we're fraud. That that was probably their perception, but that wasn't the reality. The reality of it was bigger than their minds. The reality of it was bigger than themselves. The reality of it was God and the fact that he was the one orchestrating all of this. So I think that's a really important, really important thing to understand. And I think I wanted to read another quote as well. It said, though, of course, we don't control reality. Our perceptions do influence it. And that's the importance of this concept. It's like, at the end of the day, God is in control, but you also have to try your best to change your perception of things, change the way you're looking at the Red Sea in your life, whatever that is, the obstacle, the the Goliath, you know, the metaphor, whatever it is in your life, changing the way that you're perceiving that thing, but also understanding your perception isn't the reality of it. And I remember one more quote from the book. This was something I actually remember the episode we talked about it, and it's a gem. I got to bring it back. It said, doing new things inevitably means obstacles. A new path is by definition uncleared. So it's like this road that we're on between, you know, the prophecy and the promise, this road that God has us on is by definition uncleared. It's a new road. So obstacles are expected. But understanding, like like, like I've been saying, the reassurance here, the peace here as sons and daughters of God is that he's a promise keeper. He's faithful to bring us to what he said he would bring us to. And you cannot allow the way that you're perceiving things to control your actions and the way that you're moving because God is the ultimate reality at the end of the day, not your mind, not what you think. So that was a really reassuring part of the the sermon for me. Like God is a God of no dead ends, regardless of how you think about it, how it seems. He's the God of no dead ends, point blank, period. And and that's it. I think the power of that point is at times your perception can reinforce a reality that doesn't even exist or yeah. it's not there in a sense that you can be so caught up in how you're seeing it or where your mind is going that you can then bring that particular mindset into your actual life. So if you feel as if you're a failure, your semester's over, 
or there's no way for you to get out of your job to elevate or move or transition into another career, the reality is there's always a way that God is our ultimate provider, that he will see you through. And no matter where you're at, you always have an ability each and every day to reinvent yourself and continue on the path that you were called to, even if you've had a hiccup, you've had a mistake or a setback. But if you're always waking up or approaching this particular journey that you're on with that mindset of, oh, it's not worth it anymore. I've ruined all of my chances. My yeah. purpose is over. Then it will be because your mind will always move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So you're going to then produce actions of someone who doesn't feel as if they have a future. Yeah. That feels as if they're a failure. That feels as if they might as well give up because there's not a point anymore. So you're not going to produce any fruit from that, which is going to lead to a reality at some point that wasn't even actually there. Exactly. And I, I fell into that this past year in the sense of feeling as if, yo, I had forfeited you know, my future, my life, my assignment. And so at that point, I was then producing actions of inactivity, of laziness, of being passive, because I didn't believe there was anything to work for. And then Obviously, those particular type of actions then lead me to a result where I have nothing in front of me, where there is no future for mm. me to hold on to or grab onto. And that wasn't because my perception was true, but because my actions followed it. And so I'm glad that you brought that up because it definitely makes a difference. And I wanted to reference something he mentioned Sunday as well in the sense that it's important for us to realize even in these struggles that we have, like mentally, when we are feeling all of these emotions of the journey, this process, our waiting season until we get to our destination where God's bringing us through, we are not alone in it mm -hmm. because we can at times have a tendency to take on a victim mentality and believe, oh, this is the this is only happening to me. Or like this would take place in my life. I'm the only one going through this. No one understands what I'm going through. And that isolation can be suffocating. And when we are in that particular mode, we are going to create an environment where we're just loathing yeah. for ourselves and feel yeah. the world is against us mm. because we don't believe that we have an entire camp that is going through the same thing. Exactly. And he mentioned the fact that our temptations aren't special, but they're common. And, he referenced the idea that temptation, you can look at it essentially anything in our life that causes us to miss the mark. And so in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will never let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So in this verse, it emphasizes and we can see that no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And so that's where that idea comes from in the sense that, yo, like what you're feeling as a student, as an entrepreneur, as someone who's working in corporate in your particular field and or industry, it is common. The stress of being overwhelmed. You know, it's interesting whenever I'm on TikTok and I see someone just making a video about life or mm. whatever they're going through. I'm like, oh, so we're all living the, the same. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember someone was talking yeah. about recently how they're trying to be a student, a small business owner, simultaneously finishing their studies. I think they work a part-time job and also trying to be a good friend, brother, son, and it just feels like they're 
they don't have enough of themselves to give. Yeah. Like they're just pulled in every di- different direction. I'm like, oh, so we're all living <laughs> the same life. And just oh, from man. that, it it genuinely brought me to a different perspective of yeah. oh, okay, so we're all figuring it out. Right. You know, so you, because we we're kind of taking on that that victim and that victim mentality you then begin to judge, criticize, or compare. So you're looking at someone else like, oh, I guess they all, they have it all figured out. This isn't happening to them. This isn't taking place to them. God's opening doors, elevating them, and they're getting X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. when we all have a common struggle. But I love that it mentions that God is faithful, and whatever we are coming against, he's given us everything we need to endure. And there's always a way of escape, even in what we're feeling or what we're in. There is no dead end. There's no dead end. And that comes from seeking his face and ultimately pressing toward him to see what that looks like. Not allowing our minds to be so fixated on like the problem and or the issue. And that goes back to the episode I spoke about worship. And that's that's what that looks like when we talk about perception, you know, Mm. and changing that and how that can happen. It's whenever we take our eyes off what's right in front of us and take it on a person who can get us out and deliver us from and bring us through is when things start to change in our life. And I've been practicing that actively and seeing the difference in how I'm approaching my every day. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Jordan. And I know we're interrupting the regularly scheduled program, but we're going to get straight to that in a second. We got some dire important news. We're excited to let y'all know that we're actually partnering with HelloFresh to get you guys some discounts on some uh, meal plans. And for those of you who don't know what HelloFresh is, essentially, it's a lifesaver. Um, and I feel like it, it's coming at no better time. It's the beginning of the year. We're all looking to revamp our eating habits. That's a lot of people's resolutions for the year. Start eating better. And something I just found out is that HelloFresh has over 30 calorie um, safe and protein focused um, recipes for their meal plans. So I feel like if that's something that you're looking forward to doing for your New Year's resolution, it's something that you definitely need to capitalize on. And another thing that I love about HelloFresh is how convenient it is. Me and Darren moved out about a year back, for those of you who don't know, and we was eating fast food a lot, like every day, basically. And the reason why is because I felt like I didn't have time. I felt like with everything that I was juggling, it's difficult to go grocery shopping and then preparing the food and then cooking the food. It felt like a whole thing, right? But with HelloFresh, it's so convenient. All you have to do is go online, pick your box, right? Pick the dates and it gets delivered straight to your doorstep, right? So they're taking care of their meal prep. They're taking care of the grocery shopping and all you got to do is cook it. And the meals take no longer than some of them are 15 to 20 minutes. Some of them as low as eight minutes. You can go and you can look at the different times. It has all the information you need, but that's my favorite part about it is it's it's not time consuming and it's super super convenient right and i rock with y'all right and y'all rock with me right i wouldn't steer y'all wrong y'all, y'all, could, y'all could trust me we like this we like this right so if you want to take advantage of this opportunity all you need to do is go to hellofresh.com slash just different free and use code just different free for free breakfast for life one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash just different free with code just different free. This is America's number one milk kit, y'all. So I'm not even the only one that's saying this. There's people all over the world suggesting this to y'all. So y'all go ahead and tap in. Let's get right back to the regular schedule program. Yeah, there's a um, <laughs> there's a verse when you were talking that... Um, got brought to my mind and 
bro, Google's so Google's not funny, but I literally couldn't remember exactly what a verse is, and I know I'm not the only one that's done this before. I literally Googled up. I Googled up. I said verse about. There's other people struggling too. So what? <laughs> I looked up verse about. Stand firm because other people are struggling too. But I'm, I'm going to read the verse. Y'all y'all going to understand. Y'all going to understand. Hold on. <laughs> it's Peter 5 verse 9. And it says, resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And there's something comforting about knowing you're not alone. It says, stand firm because there are other people. It's saying, remembering that you're not alone is what helps you stand firm. So I just love that concept a lot. And and, and something that he said in the sermon is what brought me to that place of like, oh, like this, this is really it and it, it'll be all right. And it was the fact that he said, every promise comes with instruction. And it was confirmation for me because it's something God's already been speaking to me about input and how he's in control of the outcome. We're in control of the input. And he always gives us what those instructions are. When you look at the story that I mentioned earlier about them crossing the Red Sea, like God gave them instructions to get to that point. All they had to do was follow the instructions, get there, and he split the sea. And it's that same concept in our lives. We follow the instruction and he provides the outcome. So it's about figuring out what that is for your life, whatever that input is for the season and following it. He's a promise keeper. So because he's faithful to his promise, if you're faithful to the instruction he gave, the promise is going to come. And it's as simple as that because God is holy. There's no mistake. There's no blemish, no flaw. If he said something, it's going to come to pass. His word accomplishes what he sends it to do. And I think that's the reassurance for me, bringing the point full circle, because I, I started talking about how like sometimes it feels like it's just so much, but that's really what it is. It's like you have instruction, you have input, you do the input, God provides the outcome. And there is stuff that plays into that as well that you need to take into account, but anytime you may feel overwhelmed, is bringing yourself back to that. So I wanted to make sure I, I added that because that helped me a lot as well. And continues to help me with with a lot of different things that we speak on this podcast and talk about. Every promise comes with instruction. And even then, I think our life is just a season of journeys. And so that's why I felt like this was such a timeless message that we heard. And the just conversation that we have been having because you're always going to be in this process. There is a promise you get to. And then there's another level to that. You know, you yeah. get to where you're going and then... God is one of advancement, and so you're always going to be particularly on a road to whatever he's called you to next, and so mm -hmm. that's why mastering this, this is this is essentially what I call life. That's that's it. I felt like right. the message that we heard Sunday and what me and Jordan have been talking about is just how to handle life, which sounds so simple, and like obviously, I guess, what we do on the podcast all of the time, but it was so specific to yeah. what it meant, like, yo, between the prophecy and the promise of handling our own emotions when we waver in our faith. And it's interesting. I saw a post on Facebook. I don't know if I, I mentioned this on the pod or mm. to you, but it said that, oh, sorry that I like was overwhelmed. I didn't know everything was going to be okay. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry that I tweaked out. Like, I didn't. And like, oh, man. I actively find myself in that. And that's just yeah. like our humanity. You know what I mean? Like you mm. get stressed out, overwhelmed during a week, in a that's... month, during a just a particular season. And yeah. it's just, all right, like you've seen God show up, you know your history, yet you're still overworked mm. and overwhelmed. And so again, 
to my first point, this is all about disciplining your disappointment, mm. your discouragement that, okay, you understand that there's going to be a moment where these feelings come. Like we can't escape that. This is a part of like our humanity, but it's now allowing these to overtake us and stop us from continuing to change our per- perception of what's right in front of us, worship and ultimately heed the instruction that God gives us. Right. And I was talking to Jordan about that. This is really a conversation about discipline. We speak about yeah. following God when we don't feel like it, but can we follow God when we're discouraged, when it seems like we don't know if we're going to make it, when it seems as if it's insurmountable and still give him praise, still give him glory and seek his face? That's the key. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're always going to be continually trying to master in ourselves. It's not allowing what I call the doctrine of our emotions. Mm-hmm to assume the activity of our life and still stand firm. And a lot of kind of what we mentioned allows us to handle that and take that with us to push toward that mark. And I also mentioned in my notes, the last thing is the fact that you have to give yourself grace. You have never seen the season of your life before, mm-hmm. which I don't think I, I take into consideration enough. You've, you've never seen this before. And so that's why it's important like give yourself grace you're not supposed to have it all figured out it's not supposed to be all perfect and you know every step you need to take mm-hmm. but that's why you see god and counsel and people around you that have been here before so they are giving you the advice and what you need right. to take and the instruction obviously that god gives you to just heed and continue to go down so no i think that's the crux of it all but mm-hmm. this was more a message of encouragement keep to faith you're exactly where you need to be and you're not behind you're not the only one we are all actively in this figuring it out right and god is going to bring us all through so just don't stop on your journey on your path to whatever it is that you're looking for and what god's placed on your heart because we don't want any premature departure i think i mentioned that once before even in all of the obstacles and whatever is overwhelming, God wants to see us through and stand firm. Stand ten toes. Ten toes. On business. All right, let me see. Okay, so I got a song I want to play for y'all this week. We're not doing the putting you on on Friday because that's when we are doing the features for the pod. But Wednesdays, this is where we get to it and we get super busy. So let me see what I got today. And this is Over It by Ashaya. This one is crazy. I'm going to get diversified into putting you on trust, get y'all with some Afro, hip-hop, Latin, all of that, but I'm, I'm just in R&B bag right now, so here we go.
Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be linked in the description to both playlists on Apple and Spotify, where you can find all the songs that have been featured on the podcast that will be featured in the future and the song that you heard today. So definitely go add it, share it, um, and just tap in. So we love y'all so much. We'll be back Friday. And again, do not be shy. Definitely text us. That number will be in the description. Share whatever you got. Like, we love hearing from y'all, and I mean that genuinely. And like I said, we get to every message, and y'all will be featured. So we'll see y'all soon. Stay you, stay real, and stay humble. I'll see y'all Friday.